and we're live hello it is i think let's see tuesday june 23rd 2020 thanks for tuning in guys it is just me again today ray um i'm hoping to get melissa adams on the podcast pretty quick to talk about reiki but we're just trying to find a day that works so here i am just rambling i've never done a podcast so early in the day it is only 7 30 in the morning but i figured i've got some time this morning and i thought i'd get chatting usually how i start my morning is the alarm goes off i will have a little meditation so i'll sit for about 12 minutes and then I'll have a cup of coffee and I'll read, I'll write, I'll get some admin done for work, I'll answer some emails, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I figured today I would just start the podcast because why not? Here we are. And often I will send some poetry out to a certain special someone. So I thought I would read you some poetry instead, though I have still sent some poetry. One of my favorite Poets, which I think I swear I've read to you guys before, is Mary Oliver, one of my favorite yoga teachers. Tamara Terry introduced me to her, and she's just the most lovely writer. I really love the poetry. So here's one called Mindful. Every day I see or I hear something that more or less kills me with delight, that leaves me like a needle in the haystack of light. It is what I was born for, to look, to listen, to lose myself inside this soft world, or insert, instruct myself over and over. Enjoy an acclamation. Nor am I talking about the exceptional, the fearful, the dreadful, the very extravagant, but of the ordinary, the common, the very darb, the daily presentations, drab, sorry, drab, the daily presentations. Oh, good scholar, I say to myself, how can you help? but grow wise with such teachings as these. The untrimmable light of the world, the oceans shine, the prayers that are made out of grass. So that's Mindful by Mary Oliver. She's just so lovely to me. I find it's just so peaceful to read some poetry in the morning. Why not start your day like that? I'm curious to how everybody starts their day. I am going to Salmon Arm to visit my sister and her kids um, tomorrow, actually, which is crazy. I can't believe that I'm already headed out. And, well, they told me to bring coffee because they don't drink coffee. And I was so shocked by that. Who in this day and age doesn't drink coffee first thing in the morning? Because... I consume a lot of coffee first thing in the morning. So I was kind of laughing to myself because even that slight difference would throw my morning off if I didn't have a cup of coffee, which is really funny. There's this guy, I want to say his name's Macho Man from WWE, but it was WWF back then. When he was cup of coffee, he was shit-talking cup of coffee. I'm looking it up right now. Cup of coffee, macho man. Because, yeah, macho man, he he's... <laughs> He's like in his little garb or whatever you would call that when they're all dressed up in their shit and he's getting all crazy and he's saying um, that Randy Savage is a Ricky Steamboat cup of coffee. He's like, cup of coffee, cup of coffee in the big town. 
times. And he throws the coffee down, though there's no coffee in the plastic cup he has. But it's pretty funny. I was laughing so hard when I saw that back in the day because that is obviously not a current thing. I was just talking about those wrestlers. I feel that they the prime was so fun when they were all fucked up and a little bit weird saying crazy shit on TV. But it's a little bit different now because less people are a little bit drug users on TV. Who knows? Oh, maybe they still love the cocaine. I don't know. But I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast about Jake the Snake, and it was very interesting. That man actually traveled with a hardcore snake, and that was really crazy. He just used to stuff it in a bag and then throw it on the plane, which seems absolutely odd to me. But it is what it is. Um... So I was speaking with a new client this week and she was just saying how fascinating would it be if a hairstylist had a podcast and I started laughing and I said well I do have one but the odd thing is I don't think I talk that much about hair. I do love doing hair. I love highlights. I love hanging out all day. But it's really funny that I don't really mention it on the podcast that much. So I figured I'd just dive into a little bit of hair for a moment. I have, owned, I think that we've done a full background on both Robin and I when I first started this show. But. For those who are just tuning in, I have been doing hair 11 and a half years. In December, it will be 12 whole years of hair, which is absolutely nuts. I can't believe that much time has already flown by. I still get nervous for new clients. I still get nervous each color that it's not working out, that it is working out, that something weird happened. I don't know. I just get nervous every single time. And I still love hair. I have the best time styling it. I really love editorial shoots. I love bridal stuff because it's a bit more complex than the average blowout that you would do every single day. But I do seriously get nervous each time that I have a new client. It's crazy. I'll think about it the night before. Usually because I'm running mobile, I'll have requested some photos of their current hair and their dream hair so that I can just kind of see what I'm getting into. I'm sipping some coffee. Mmm, thank God for coffee. Anyways, so I usually get them to send me a photo so I have a rough idea of what I'm getting into just so I wouldn't show up to someone's house expecting a nice highlight cut. I'm just, honestly, I do a lot of blondes. I think it's because I'm blonde and I love, I fucking love doing blondes. So they have found me. And so generally, quite honestly, I'm doing a highlight, a toner, and a cut. And that's just my gem. I fucking love it. I make everybody blonde. If you want to be blonde, then you need to call me because you will be blonde after I see you. I have one really good friend, Kat, and she's got the most beautiful, deep, deep, dark hair. And she let me do a highlight on her. And it was so hard to restrain myself to keep her as a brunette just with a few pieces that made her look a little bit lighter with some dimension in it. But it really worked out. 
I took a hair painting course earlier this year and it's really nice. It's the softest way to get some lightness or some movement in the hair without actually changing the entire hair color if you didn't want to because that had always been a struggle of mine if you were a brunette and you saw me you would be a blonde after I finished with you which is kind of funny because sometimes as a brunette you don't really want to be a blonde I just am heavy-handed on the highlights so it was interesting to learn how to be a little bit more gentle about how I place the highlights so that was interesting and it's funny to me after 11 and a half years I actually am still fascinated by placement of highlights it's a lot more complicated than you think I am definitely not claiming to be a master of any sort but I've done a few fair share of highlights and it's crazy that if you just follow the headline let's say you just For those of you who know what foiling is or who have had foil in their heads, if you just had basically a mohawk of foils, so if I had started foiling at the front of your head and just went straight back, so imagine you've got basically a mohawk of tin foil in your head now. Then once we rinse that out and take it out of your head, you have like tiger stripes. I also don't want to say like so much anymore. Anyways, you would have tiger stripes. It would mean that once you put the hair down from its part, it would lay into these perfect kind of streaks. So it's crazy because when you're placing foil or color on the head, you actually need to think about where that hair is really going to live once it's out of the foil because clearly nobody, well, some people, but not a lot of people are wearing their hair in a mohawk straight up anymore these days. So you'd have to realize that if you go all the way straight back on a part, it will become those tiger curls. So tiger curls, tiger stripes. So I would put, let's say five at the front of someone's face, and then I would stagger, kind of bricklay them on a diagonal line coming up towards the front of their head again, connecting from the back in the crown area. And then up through the sides, you take a diagonal line so that when things fall straight down, they're not going to be this tiger stripe. You want it to be brighter and you want the brightness the lightness, that foil to really be there, but you need to put it on a diagonal. So that's kind of weird, I guess. If you never thought about foils, there's some weird insider information, I suppose. I don't know if you are going to start doing foils or what. Honestly, hair has been a lovely career and I've enjoyed quite a lot of it. It has obviously had its up and downs like every other career. It would be naive to suggest that any career would have no ups and downs because no matter what you're doing, even if it's something you love, even if it's Ovechkin playing hockey, I guarantee at some certain points in his career, he thought, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know why I'm playing hockey professionally. It's just how it goes. Though we would tend to think that hockey players are not thinking that as much. I'm sure they're annoyed by their team here and there. Which leads me to believe, when the hell is hockey coming back? I'm excited to watch some sports. It's been so good with the UFC, like I've said, but I am loving it. I'm going to start getting boxing again because my boxing gym opened up, which is so fun. So now I can play around there before I go. Uh, if nobody if nobody is like super aware of it, I'm moving to Victoria September 6th. 
2020. So I'll be in a fully different city in no time here. So I figured I'd box as much as I can, go get involved in the yoga studio as much as I can, and teach as many classes as I can, and just kind of be here as much as I can. It's really kind of given me a beautiful take on Calgary because I feel like I want to cherish these last few months that I'm here and I've been hiking and I've been getting out to the mountains and I've been seeing good friends and I've been trying to do lots of stuff that would give me kind of the best cushion of great memories in Calgary before I go. I think that would be the saddest thing to leave Calgary and never really kind of appreciate Calgary for what it's done and what it's grown me into because I've been here for quite a few years. I was so excited because my tattoo artist moved to Victoria, geez, I don't know, like three years ago or something. And so I messaged him and I said, yo, let's get together. I would like to get some more tattoos by you. You're on the island. I'm moving out to the island. This is great news. Now I'll have an artist on the island and one that needs to finish out my sleeve. And he just sends me a note back dude I'm moving back to Cowtown what the hell Garrett so now he's gonna be back in Calgary I think fairly soon and which makes me laugh so hard because I was so excited to get out there and have a couple of tattoos but I think I might book one for just before I go so I can have another sweet tattoo before I get out of here and then pardon me Early mornings, not enough, uh, not enough coffee in my life. Uh, so, anyways, I was gonna get a tattoo right before I leave here. We'll see what Garrett comes up with, but I'm really hoping to get Han Solo and Chewbacca. Maybe cheersing a grilled cheese with Guido smoked in the corner somehow. Maybe some blue milk on the table. You know how it goes. Some cool. Star Wars scene. If anyone doesn't know, my arm is almost done and it is full of Star Wars. My main forearm piece is Darth Vader drinking tea out of R2-D2's head with the Death Star in the background and Darth Vader is wearing a bow tie. Thanks for that touch, Garrett. I wanted him to be a fancy guy because he's having a tea party, so I thought maybe a tie or something, but pardon me, Garrett actually put a bow tie on him, which was awesome. But I haven't, wow, a lot of hiccups. I haven't had a tattoo since I was 25. I'm 30 this year, and I can't believe that I hadn't got one. So I figure I should get another hoorah 30-year-old's tattoo before I get out to the island. Because now I'll have to be traveling back to get Garrett to tattoo me, which is crazy. I have decided, though, I should be coming back about every three months for a weekend of hair just so that I can get some clients done and enjoy the hair again because quite honestly I do love hair even after all of these years I'm a little bit sad to let it go going to school I don't know I don't know if I've said all this to you podcast listeners but I'm going back to school for psychology in January at UVic so I'll actually be switching careers here even though I'm 30 it's it feels like a perfect transition as a hairstylist I have <laughs> I've seen every walk of life I've discussed so many different career paths I've seen so many different people as you can imagine I've cut everybody from the skater boy the cop the garbage man like it just everybody in the planet needs a haircut 
So I think it's, I don't know, it's, it's fun because so many people have told me so many precious, secretive, hard moments in their lives, and I've not always known how to respond responsibly, I suppose. It's not that I don't think I don't know kind of what I would say if you said, hey, my husband's beating me. Okay, like maybe you should get some help. But I've never been the actual help that could do anything because I've simply been the hairstylist. But there's this barrier, I swear, when you're one-on-one with someone and when I've got hands in your hair, it just feels very comfortable to a lot of people. So I get to hear a lot of cool stuff. Uh, That all being said, I feel that I'm ready to go to school and learn psychology and become something educated so that I can actually have a proper, nice response for things that people are saying to me, a consideration that I have a full education of how I would respond, not just something that I think would feel good for someone to hear. So that's really exciting to me. I've been reading mindful books and been thinking about people's minds for quite some time. So it just seems like a very natural transition to go right into school. I'm thinking, because I have to, I'm starting right at my undergrad, I'm thinking that I'll be able to just continue without going to um, school, or sorry, without going to school, without going to summer break, that I could just go starting January, full year, full year, full year, and get my full undergrad done in three years instead of four years, simply because I'd have those extra summer semesters or three and a half years or however long it really works, because I actually don't know much about uni. I went to one semester at Mount Royal because I thought I would like to get into nursing, which would have would have been nice, but I'm I'm really glad that it's ended up this way, of course, because I think psychology is way more up my alley than just nursing. Nothing wrong with nurses, and it's an admirable career, and I am happy for everybody who does it. I just think psych is, yeah, totally more my interest. So anyways, I had gone to school for one semester. I ended up in an upgrading general studies. I took an English class and a math course. The math course went brutal, brutal. I hadn't taken in math in about 10 years. That was embarrassing. I did so bad. I didn't even show up for the final exam. And I didn't realize that you could get a withdrawal on your transcript, which would have been better than my fail. So that's kind of awkward. But I also took an English course and that went really well because I find English fascinating. I read so much. I like to write. It's fairly simple transition for me to apply that into school, which is why I think psychology is going to be a breeze. Obviously, heavy course load, lots of work, lots of research, lots of writing, etc. But I'm actually obsessed with writing and reading, so I feel this is going to be fairly easy. Needless to say, I was trying to upgrade my uh, average to a 94.5, I believe was what the nursing average was back in 2016. I got, I want to say, geez, like a 92 or something in my English class, but my math obviously was like a zero or some shit. I think it was like a 12. So that didn't go very well. Anyways, I think this psych will be way better. Plus, it's amazing what a 26-year-old's view of the world is and a 30-year-old's view on the world is. Can't wait till I'm 35, 40, you know? It's just, I was speaking with a psychologist 
I would say two weeks ago because I've been kind of connected to a sports psychologist because that's what I'm going to end up doing because I'm so fascinated by athletes. I love sports so much and I figured what's the best way to get involved with sport and athletics without becoming an athlete? No, I said that word, athlete. Anyways, because I'm not really an athlete. Not at all. So the best way to do it is to pick their brains. And I'm really, really, really excited about that. So I was having a conversation with him and I was just saying my grades aren't aren't very good to get into school, but I know that being 30 years old, I know what the fuck I want. And I know that once I'm in the program, it's going to be a breeze because I'll get all the grades I want just from simple curiosity. I actually find it so fascinating. I've actually, I said actually quite a bit this podcast. I have had a few psychologists in my roster of clients over the past few years, and I always enjoy conversations with them because they just, they obviously know how to have a good conversation. Well, not obviously. If they're a good psychologist, I guess they would have to know. But these few handful of ladies that I know actually are very awesome and I am so fascinated by what they have to say and one of them gave me a couple of old textbooks last week and I have been loving them. I ordered my psychology 101 AMB's class textbook as well and I've also been loving that. I feel like Hermione Granger. I can't believe this. I'm actually reading textbooks and I don't start school till January. It's June. I've got three textbooks here and I swear they will be done because I'm crushing this ethics one, which makes me laugh too. So I got this ethics in psychotherapy and counseling and I got it from my client. She, so I've been reading it and in it, it actually says, it's for practicing clin- uh, it's for practicing psychologists so it's a lot about field work and ethics within the field and honestly I don't know anything about ethics I think that I have a bit of ethics because of you know the golden rule and treat people right and all this stuff but ethics is so complex I cracked open the textbook expecting that I would totally fall asleep while I was reading it and instead I was so intrigued and I wanted to stay up I had to close it and be tell myself no 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 we'll read this tomorrow go to sleep da 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 we're going to sleep we're going to sleep which is so funny some weird ethics book it's so fascinating though because it's, it's just stuff that I think about but don't really think about, if that makes sense. Things that have crossed your mind, as in, should I have yelled at that person at the airport? Should I have screamed at that Starbucks employee? Why did that person scream at me while I worked at Lululemon folding a pair of pants, minding my own business? All of that is ethics. It's just kind of treating people with respect. But then, being a counselor... It's going to be so much more complex because there's so many standards that you need to watch out for and take care of and hence you need to pick up on and blah, 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 blah. So it's a really cool read. I am loving every second of it and I can't believe how much I am going to enjoy this course. I'm still going to do some hair, like I said, coming back to Cowtown and hopefully in Victoria. I have a few clients out there already, so I'll probably just keep doing some hair, maybe teach some yoga and be a student for a moment in time, but I'm really excited. Anyways, I think I have rambled enough for you guys today. 
it's been like almost 25 minutes so that's pretty good and it's bright and early for me so I've still got some time before I run out and do some hair today and then I'm heading out to Salmon Arm to meet my niece and nephew for the first time hang out with my sister and brother-in-law kind of say our farewells for a minute because who knows when the next time is that they'll be out on the island or that I'll be able to come out to Salmon Arm because I'm selling my car so I'll maybe have to take a bus or some shit who knows but either way it's been a slice thanks for tuning in if you have any questions concerns comments whatever there's an email address below and I will talk to you all probably in a week or so okay ciao ciao not that I've ever said ciao in my entire life but here we are bye